The three wise men were the were the three stars of Orion's belt. The three wise men were the were the three stars of um. So these three wise yeah. men in the Bible, they said, "How did you find Jesus?" They said, "We yeah. followed the three stars, Orion's belt." Yeah. Disclosure: The Snatched yeah. Podcast is profane, politically incorrect, political insensitive, anti-organized religion, and is not safe for children or safe for work. Peace. Please listen responsibly. You're about to get snatched. <laughs> you're listening to the Snatched Podcast. You're listening to the Snatched Podcast. Warning. If you listen to this, you're feeling so good. We are the crumb snatcher. Get snatched. Snatched. Peace. Peace. Peace, family. Peace, 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 peace. Um, peace, Ashe, Hotel, Islam, whatever your greeting is in your... Uh, respected language. I wanna uh, acknowledge that. I acknowledge that. Peace. Uh, acknowledge that. I wanna talk about how seven is supposedly God and six 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 is supposedly the devil. I'm gonna talk a little bit fast because I wanna keep it short. So uh, we never learned about this in school or in church. So I gotta break a couple things down so that you can follow me. Let's break down constellations and zodiacs first. And break down a few more, and then I'll get to my main point. Constellations are maps maps of the universe and who needs a map somebody who's a traveler so if you're traveling the universe you're an astronaut well uh constellations are random bodies of stars and we're playing connect the dots to get our bearings to understand north south east west um and with that said zodiac is our sun's personal constellations in which our sun travels so technically our sun is an astronaut as it travels through face space and when i say travel i mean the sun is not stationary moving on i'll get back to that in a second uh zodiacs occur every 30 days uh, and they go from right to left and we call these months but you have a second set of zodiacs that you may have never heard before called uh, an age an age is two thousand years just like a month is 30 days so ages go from left to right instead of right to left um so now let's move on now i broke that down for you a little bit moses moses uh ushered in the age of taurus i'm sorry ushered us out of the age of taurus into the age of aries taurus is the bull aries is the ram so how do i know this let's talk about the book of exodus in exodus he frees the people goes up to Mount Sinai, talks to the burning bush, God, God gives him the Ten Commandments, he goes down to give these to the Jews, or the Hebrews, the Israelites, and um, he comes to find they've made a golden calf. Well, the calf represents the bull. Why is it a calf and not a bull? Because a calf is a baby. Babies represent something new. So this is the new age of the bull, the new Taurus, the new age of the Taurus. But we're not, we're out of the age of the Taurus, we're into the age of the Aries. And uh, what is Aries? Aries is a ram. So they should have had a lamb because a baby lamb grows up to be a ram uh, versus a baby calf grows up to be a bull. And um, who is the lamb? We already know who the lamb is. That's Jesus. So now let's move on from Moses to Jesus. Jesus uh, was the lamb that Moses was talking about. And uh, Jesus talks about Pisces. Uh, so we're, we've just left Taurus. We've gone into Aries. Now we got the Aries. Aries is talking about Pisces. So uh, how do we know he's talking about Pisces? So he says, uh, Jesus feeds the flock with two fish. The symbol for your Pisces, just like the symbol for uh, Aries was ram, the symbol for Pisces is two fish. He feeds the flock with two fish. Also, if you look on the back of Christian's cars, you'll see a fish. The fish might say Jesus inside. It might have a cross. But even if it doesn't, you recognize the fish is the Pisces, which is Jesus. Now, also... Um, 
if you uh, look into uh, after Pisces, you have the Aquarius. What is the uh, Aquarius? The picture or the symbol? It's a man holding a picture, a picture of water. Mind you, the story of Moses, Jesus, and all that, it all occurs in Africa. And if you look at African people, when we carry water, it's our women. And this is their role. It's just like when you take out the trash. A man's role is to take out the trash. So he says to them, I'm not going to be with you. You're not going to be in the age of Pisces forever. Well, how do we know when we get to the new age? You're going to see a man carrying a pitcher of water. Oh, okay, because usually women carry water. So now I see a man carrying water. This is a no. Oh, something's changed. It's just like if he would have said, you're going to see a woman taking out the trash. Oh, well, her husband isn't taking out the trash anymore, or whoever he is to her. He's not taking out the trash anymore. The role has been reversed. And that's how they're going to notice when they see not women carrying these pitchers of water, a man carrying a pitcher of water. And this is the symbol for Aquarius. Now let's talk about celestial forces. And I promise I'm almost done. I'm trying to be as quick as possible. The uh, forces uh, in the universe affect us. And let's talk about the moon. The moon governs tides and it stabilizes the flow of the ocean. You go to uh, college, you can take a, uh, a whole build on this and, and get your degree in oceanography. And they'll teach you high tide, low tide, and all these things are uh, affected by the moon. So the Mar Mars is another celestial body that affects liquid. Mars affects our blood. The red planet affects the red liquid. If the moon goes out of uh, uh, falls out of harmony harmony with Earth, then our oceans won't be the same. Just as if Mars falls out of harmony with the sun, then uh, our blood won't flow the same. So now let's talk about an even bigger uh, celestial body. Not the moon, not Mars, but the sun. The sun the sun governs uh, solid and liquid. Uh, you have your four terrestrial planets, and then you have your four gas giants. Uh, and your, your liquid planets and the sun pulls all of them that's the force that is exerting on these planets is pulling them the sun as I said is not stationary the sun is moving in a vortex so the planets aren't doing like this the planets are doing like this as I said to you before harmony the planets are moving in uh, uh, harmoniously so now let's talk about harmony a little bit harmony uh uh, is is uh, sound. Sound is a vibration because you know sound waves. The earth vibrates at 7.83. That's the song the earth sings. Your body vibrates at 7.83. That's the song your body sings. The vibration. Jamaicans call it good vibes, good music. This is what we're talking about. We're talking about these vibrations. So what is the point of this and all of that other stuff? So when you become out of sync with these vibrations, the composer, who is the earth, uh, hears that you're out of key. They uh, they sense that you're not in tune with them. So now the composer has to get this person in the band on key, or you got to get out the band. So now these people don't want to get out the band. So now the Earth is going to switch places with Venus. Yes, the sun, the, the planets are going like this, and the Earth is going to switch places with Venus, and it's going to become hotter. Now I keep I hate when people say the sun gives off heat. This is so uh, elementary. Because hopefully everybody watching this is over the age of 18, let's step our game up a little bit and let's say that the Earth is giving off electromagnetic energy. Stop saying that the Earth, uh, sun's giving off heat. That is so kiddy. We're past that. We're, we're, we're adults and big kids now. We can talk a little bit with uh, 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 more words. But nonetheless, um, 
this the earth realizes that these things aren't in harmony with it it's not on the same tune as me and is uh is, is recognizing these things as a virus uh you, you you've got to get out the band um, so when it switch places, we're going to heat up. We're not necessarily going to heat up. We're going to, uh, experience more electromagnetic energy, electromagnetic is electric energy and magnetic energy combined. Um, and it's important that we keep in harmony because whatever is, is outside of that harmony, but when we switch places, that's going to be during the Aquarian age. When we switch places, it's going to be hotter at that time. When it's hotter at that time, um, if our uh, if we're not at the 7.83, we're going to be burned. You're going to die. You're not going to make it. That's why Sebi, Dr. Sebi was saying you need an alkaline diet because uh, we are electric beings. We need to eat electric food. So when the earth electrifies uh, the planet, when it switches places in the Aquarian age uh, with Venus and we go into the Aquarian age uh, around a whole different set of stars, which is going to be hotter, the Aquarian age will be hot. You want to talk about global warming? This is what they're talking about. The heating up of um, evolution. We're going to go into a hotter age. And um, if, you, if you're not alkaline, if you're not eating the right foods, if you're not on the right vibration, you're not going to make it. You're going to burn up and die. But... If you are doing the right things, then you're going to make it. So uh, what is it? What is it going to mean when, when we make it? So right now we are 666. We are carbon based people. Melanin is uh, carbon based. Humans are carbon based life forms without carbon molecules. Uh, these um, uh, atoms cannot bond and the body would be a loose form of atoms. I just read that because I got some notes up here. So uh, I'm about to end this now. Um, 666 is the carbon base that we are right now. When we go into the Aquarian age, we're going to go into carbon 666 or carbon 12 and we're going to lose electrons. I'm sorry, we're going to lose neutrons and we're going to go into carbon 7. So this is the 666 versus the 7. We're going to change forms when our sun gets into the next zodiac. I am a god. Get snatched. 666 verse 7 part 2. 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 Peace family. Peace, 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 peace. Number one, you know, I'm going to break down the astrology in the Bible during this video, but I want to start by saying there is no devil. Uh, I'm just basically going to go over that second video again. There is no devil. Uh, so, uh, what what is the devil? Who is the devil? Where they get this from? Uh, let's tune in and see what I got here. All right. So the devil. Um, okay. So I just want to bring your attention to the word phosphorus. If we look at the word phosphorus. Uh, it says it's a chemical, atomic number 15, poisonous, yada, 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 this and this and that. But if we look at the origin right here, uh, it says uh, origin, Greek, phos, which is light, and Greek, phorus, which is bringing. So that's light bringing. Phosphorus is light bringing. So um, why is this important? So if we go and look up Lucifer, if we look up Lucifer, it's going to say Lucifer is the name that according to dictionaries of that of the English language refers to the devil uh, or Satan. Now, that's the English language or to the planet Venus uh, when appearing as the morning star or 
Uh, hold on. This is a battery saver. No. Oh, my thing's tripping. All right. So, um, or or the uh, light bringer. The first sense of the name rendering to the Hebrew word in Isaiah 14 and 12, because we're sticking in the Bible. Um, and it says the Bible version took the word from the Latin Vulgate. I talked about that in my in my uh, video on magic, the Latin Vulgate and vulgar language. Um, the Latin word Lucifer, meaning morning star, uh, the planet Venus, just to let you, you know, make sure you follow me, uh, meaning the morning star, the planet Venus or an adjective light bringing. You see that light bringing. So we have phosphorus. If we look in the origins, we have the word phosphorus. If we look at the origins, phos, which is light, forest, which is bringing. All right. So now that we uh, have that, we want to talk about um, uh, masculine versus feminine. Now, this is just a uh, website on um, how to draw, I believe. So this is what it says. It says uh, masculine lines uh, versus feminine curves is about more angular, more square and more uh, muscular men, male animals, aliens, monsters, uh, fantastical or mythical creatures uh, and robots and more uh, curvious and rounder women. Uh, female animals, aliens, monsters, fantastical or uh, mythical creatures and robots. Female characters can be angular, but they are are usually uh, curvier and less square than male characters. Here's your example. Generally speaking, straight lines represent a male and round lines represent a woman. So now, uh, why is this important? Um, so I uh, typed in um, the orbit of Venus. So as you can see, this right here is the orbit of Venus. Uh, we're in 2017. So uh, if you look right here, it says 2017. You know, there's the sun. This is Venus. And right here is Earth. This is what the orbit of Venus looks like from Earth. And the orbit of Venus is in a feminine, curvy uh, uh, orbit. Now, um, we know that... Uh, Anything that's curvy represents feminine. Anything that's straight represents masculine. So now we have the feminine aspect because Venus is a woman. Nobody's arguing that Venus is a woman. So now um, if we scroll down because hold on. All I typed in was oh, it's not letting me scroll. I got it. OK, so if we scroll down, we're going to see this one right here, because what I did was I typed in. Venus orbit. That's all I typed in. And I broke down to you what uh, round versus uh, straight lines represent. Now, um, if we look at the Venus orbit that I typed in and scroll down just a little bit, all we got to do is scroll down just a little bit. It's reacting a little bit slow. There it go. It moved a little bit fast. It just reacted. If Okay, so here we go. This is where I was at. We scroll down just a little bit. We get to this one right here. Now, if we look at it, let's just click it. It says the pentagram of Venus. So now they said, not me. If you look up Venus orbit, it's going to say pentagram. But notice this pentagram is straight lines. Straight lines represent something masculine. So now if we look inside this, 
The options, oh, what did, what did I find? There we go. The pentagram or the straight lines, now they're gonna make the orbit of Venus something demonic, something uh, 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 heathenith, uh, 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 evil, or something um, based off of a masculine principle. Venus is a woman, not a male. So it's not gonna be uh, straight lines, it's going to be round lines. Curvy represents feminine. We're not talking about Pluto. We're not talking about Mars. We're not talking about, you know, anything masculine. We know Venus is a woman. Nobody's arguing that. So now um, if I um, go to uh, my next slide or my next um, thing, I'm a, this is what I typed in. I typed in Venus divine uh, femme. We know femme is feminine. Femme energy. When I typed in Venus Divine Feminine Energy, that um, it says right here, Venus aligns with Earth's orbit. Uh, uh, um, uh, I'm sorry, al alignment with Earth over eight years. So every eight years, this is what we're going to see uh, from Venus. And right here, it also says Venus star as seen from Earth over every eight years. And in small print, you probably can't see that, but it says Rose Bella. Uh, the beautiful rose. So you know that that's the masculine principle or perspective. That's the feminine principle or perspective. Uh, so now, and, and if you're gonna tune, if you're gonna view this, you're gonna view it as uh, 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 feminine because it's Venus. But they're gonna try to make you view, view it as uh, masculine because they're gonna make it evil. They're gonna make it. Uh, 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 um, they're gonna make it um, uh, satanic. But if you look right here, even on this one, it says cobra return of the goddess why is it going to say cobra because cobra because you know um this is just the, the second result this that was the second result here's the third result there you go there's the orbit of venus right there that's the orbit of venus in the pentagram now if you look at this this says recreating balance goddess energy recreating balance goddess energy so now you're going to see um, Venus in, in, in a perspective of, of, you know, more Afrocentric, more positive versus when the uh, when when someone else tries to tell you your history, they're going to make it seem bad. When somebody tries to tell you your history, they're going to try to make it seem bad. I typed in the return of the goddess energy, the return of Venus energy. That's the return of Venus. This is the uh, great divine feminine energy. Um, so then uh, I said Venus divine and they just corrected me. Female energy, tomato, tomato. But it said, um, oh, I pressed a button. I didn't mean to do that. It said, uh, bear with me. I'm just hitting back. It looks like it was the same thing though. But on the other one, I had some stuff typed in. Oh yeah, it said Cobra. It said Cobra. So why did it say Cobra? Uh, it's taking too long to think. I'm gonna close some of these windows. So it said Cobra because the Cobra represents the Uraeus or vice versa. The Uraeus represents the Cobra. Now I was gonna type in Uraeus, uh, but I wanna close some of these windows. So now the, the Uraeus, if, if, if you're wondering what that is while I'm pulling it up now, the Uraeus was a, um, um, 
snake on a, on a crown of the Pharaoh's head. And the snake, as we can see, represented divine feminine energy. So, okay, well, I'm typing in right now, uh, Pharaoh crown. All right, so here we go, Pharaoh crown. On the Pharaoh's crown, well actually, Pharaoh crown, is it gonna come up for me? No, it's not, Uraeus. I just had to type it in. All right, so Pharaoh crown Uraeus, cause under divine feminine energy, you saw it said Cobra. Now, if we look right here, that's a cobra representing the divine feminine energy. So that snake is a female. In addition, this um, this uh, vulture is a female too. That represents lower Egypt uh, 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 and upper Egypt. Um, this was the god of Upper Egypt. That's the god of Lower Egypt. Both both were women representing that matriarchal uh, rulership of our uh, feminine principle. So now uh, moving on, we have um, a orbit. And I wanted to show you this because a lot of times we talk about um, the Bible and we don't we don't recognize that we're talking about um, astrology. So I just want to show you this real quick. This is the orbit of, as we can see, it says Nibiru orbit, uh, tri-star or binary star system. So not every sun or star is going around us and we're going around it. Sometimes, because this says, uh, this was the location of the sun and Sirius at the beginning of the age of Pisces. So the sun is right here and Sirius is on the very far side. So now uh, uh, the sun and Sirius are going to come into connection. We're going to come very close together. Now this is going to be an age of Aquarius. I just want to show you. Um, so now that I got that, I wanted to hit forward. Uh, now that I have that, I just want to give you a more visual perspective. This is what uh, a... Uh, infinity sign they're making an infinity sign and that's the orbit so now when we talk about orbits we have to understand not all orbits are going circular uh some of them are going in an elliptical shape and some are going in an infinity sign so now uh i didn't really want three dots but that's fine but just imagine there were just two dots so now um these dots are eventually going to cross paths and get closer to each other this this uh whole path that is going through um, is a part of the procession of the equinox. Um, so now I want to get into my Bible a little bit more. So w when we're going through this path, uh, this is the procession of the equinox. Now in this one, I typed in Zodiac Biblical uh, Ages sine wave. So this is a sine wave. Um, if you can see that wave right there, that's the sine wave. There it is again. I just made it pop up. So now we're looking at this sine wave. So the sine wave starts over here because you're not supposed to be reading from left to right. You're supposed to be reading from right to left. Um, that's how text is, is, you know, that's how your eyes are supposed to go. Um, I think I talked about that in my video called Magic where I talked about uh, the curse on the language. So anyway, the golden age, if you look right here, it says the golden age, we're on an uptick. This is an uptick right here. So we start with the Sphinx. The Sphinx marks the beginning of the golden age. A head of a woman, the body of a lion. Now, um, uh, Virgo is the woman, Leo is the lion. Head of a woman, body of a lion. Um, this marks the golden age. And um, we're, we're using stars as measurement. So now on this uptick, um, um, 
we go into different ages. So from golden age on that down tick was the silver age. If you can see right here on that down tick was the silver age. We go up towards a golden age. The down tick is a silver age. Uh, the bronze, you know, we, we get even further down. Now we're in the bronze age, uh, which, uh, and then eventually we're gonna go uh, out of the dark age, uh, back into the golden age. Uh, so this is a, um, that that orbit I just showed you on uh, previously, that orbit I just showed you had um, hold on, that orbit I just showed you had um, the same thing as what we're seeing right now in one dimension. This is also that orbit representing the seasons. Uh, these seasons are called uh, spring equinox, autumn equinox and well, winter solstice summer solstice and you can see we're going through the uh seasons as we notate this movement through space uh where we travel with these constellations now my last one that i showed you on my previous uh video when i tried to do this um this starts this age uh Adam ushers in the age of the Gemini. Noah ushers in the age of Taurus. Abraham ushers in the age of Aries. When Abraham went to the went to Mount Sinai, he came down and they had um, the the uh, the Hebrews. Hebrew means cross over. The people who had crossed over um, when uh, when Noah split the Red Sea, they had built a uh, golden bull calf representing the age of Taurus. Abraham got mad because he would have liked them to uh, make a uh, a lamb, which is a which is a ram calf. A Taurus is a bull. A baby bull is a cow. They they had made a golden baby cow, uh, but he was ushering them into the age of Aries. Uh, so he wanted them to talk about the lamb because the lamb is a baby Aries. Now, who was the lamb? The lamb was Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ fed the masses with two fish. If you look at the back of people's cars, there's fish, and it says Jesus in it. We know that's the Jesus fish. Um, Jesus also also represents the Pisces. But Jesus was telling the uh, disciples. He said, um, they said, he said, I will not be with you until the end of age. I'm not going to be with you. I I'm sorry. I will be with you. Hold on. W where's my notes? Here we go. Um, he said, um, I'm with you until the end. Uh, and then dot, dot, dot of age. Go back and look at your Bible. This is in uh, uh, Mark 28, 20. Actually, I'm just going to pull it up for you real quick. So here we go. Um, uh, I'm going to... Mark, where we at? Where we at? As you can see, I'm not fluent. Okay, there we go. So Mark 28. Oh, I passed it that quick. What did I say? I said, uh, I'm sorry, Mark 12. Keep me honest, Jesus. Keep me honest, white Jesus. All right, so Mark 12. And did I say? No, Matthew 28, 20. Matthew 28, 20. Uh, somebody pray for me real quick in Jesus name. All right, Matthew uh, 28. And it's going to give me the option for 20. Oh, no, Matthew 28, 20. Oh, it's the, it's the last verse. The very end 
of Matthew 28, 20 says, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always dot, dot, dot. There it is to the very end of the age. I'm not going to be with you forever. I'm just going to be with you until the end of the age of Pisces. And it says Christ's return in the age of Aquarius. So as as we already know, because I this is my second time trying to do this video, um, they asked them in Luke. Let's go to Luke. Um, church, say amen when you get to the book of Luke. All right, in Jesus' name, the book of Luke. And we're going to chapter 22, 10. Uh, when, church, when you have it, say amen. Chapter 22. Verse 10. All right. Thank you, white Jesus. Okay. So, um, here we go. It says, um, the New International Version, uh, and this is Luke 10, 1. Oh, come on, jerk. It's plain. See, now, the, the, I'm, I'm going to blame this on the devil. That's what Christians like to do. They like to play the blame game. So I'm blaming that on the devil. So Luke 22, 10. All right. So here we go. Um, there we go. All right. So, you know, because he said, I'm not going to be with you forever. I'm just going to be with you to the end of that age. So um, uh, he replied. Oh, so, so, so they say to him, well, how are we going to know? H how are we going to know? Because what is an age? An age is a house. A age is an eon. An age is a house. A house is an eon. An age is 2,160 years. A house is 2,160 years. So he replied, as you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house that he enters. We all know what I'm going to say. The age of Aquarius. So let's go back over here to my little sine wave. Um, there we go. So, um... After we leave Pisces, we're going to go into Aquarius. We're going to go into Aquarius. So this is the um, uh, astrology that's in the Bible. So why is this important? This is important because um, when I was showing you those orbits, this new orbit that we're about to come in contact with, because this orbit is not a uh, spherical orbit where it just goes in a circle. This new orbit is going to be... Um, uh, where we come into contact with some different suns. Now, um, sorry, I'm not going to do that. So when we come in contact with these different suns, it's going to change our chemistry. So, uh, or our atomic makeup. Um, why do you say white Jesus? You are being sarcastic. Of course I'm being sarcastic. No, I didn't, I'm, I'm just, you know, being funny. That's, that's, that's my little twist on it. Just, you know, back to my Christian days, but I'm well past that, as you can see, because based off what I'm teaching, people are going to say I'm a demon, I'm a devil, I'm going to white hell, I'm going to black, I'm going to white Jesus hell, I'm going to black Jesus hell, I'm going, uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, it's not going to be good, but anyway, here we go, uh, so 666, um, within 666, that's carbon, 666 is carbon 12, how do you get carbon 12? All you're going to do is add your six neutrons and your six protons, and you're going to get carbon 12. Um, that's how that's how you get the numbers of the elements. So now um, what's going to happen when when we get to this new orbit, we're going to go past carbon 12 and it and we're going to lose uh, five neutrons. So right right here, we have uh, six electrons, six neutrons, six protons. I drew my six electrons. I drew my six protons and I drew my six uh, neutrons. But um, 
what I wanted to do, I had a marker. I had a marker somewhere, but what I wanted to do was let you know there's gonna be one neutron because we're gonna lose five of them. When when we lose uh, five uh, neutrons from the six, we're only gonna have one neutron, which is gonna make us uh, one neutron, six protons, which is gonna bring us to carbon seven. How are we gonna lose atomic weight? We're gonna lose atomic weight because we're gonna go uh, into a different light spectrum. So right uh, now you can see these lines, it says 1D. 1D represents one dimension, which is only left and right or up and down, either or, not both. Now we have 2D. 2D is left and right, or up and down both at the same time and now we have 3d because is uh the up and down that's your y-axis the left and right that's your um your uh x-axis the z that dotted line that's the line pointing directly at you that's a uh z-axis so now uh why did i have it up here because um when 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 we come into a different orbit with planet uh, Nibiru or Sirius, I'm not sure which one it's gonna be. We're gonna change uh, from, um, oh, that's not the one I had clicked earlier. All right, here we go. We're gonna change, cause this is 2D, 3D. Now from 3D, we're gonna go to 5D. We're gonna skip the whole 4D and go clean to a 5D. Why is this important? Because when you're playing a game, you're, you're you're able to see um, yourself from a different perspective. Let me see, let me see how I can describe this. So in the game Grand Theft Auto, you can play and you can um, you can look through the eyes of the guy. Hold on, here, here, let me go to Grand Theft Auto view. Grand Theft Auto view. Um, oh, uh, let me type in character view. Let me see if that'll work. Care, character view. All right, so let's see what happens. Um, uh, it's not helping me like I wanted to, but moving on. So now, uh, when you're playing the game, you can uh, look at the person that you're playing. Um, okay, you can you can see your avatar. You can see the character you are. However, if you were um, playing Mario because that was only in 2D, you're only gonna be able to see uh, where, where you can walk forward, walk backward, jump up, jump down. This Mario, he can move in a circular motion, You can, uh, and he can go either itch, uh, which way. Now, when you play these 5D games, in the 5D, you're gonna be able, okay, so here we go, oh, here we go. So th this is the view where you're looking through his eyes. So you can't see him, but you're looking through his eyes. That's the view. Now we're playing Grand Theft Auto. Um, so yeah, first person view, second person view. Now this is the view where you can actually see your character. That's five dimension. Why is this important? Because when when when, when we come into, uh, I'm not. I don't want to go there right now. I don't want to go there. I want to go here. When, when we get into uh, this new orbit, we're gonna lose that molecular weight. When we lose that molecular weight, we're gonna be able to observe ourselves in a different spectrum. The way we're gonna be able to observe ourselves is through a Merkaba. Now, here we go again. This is a two-dimensional picture of a Merkaba. The Merkaba, or uh, the Merkaba has uh, 13 circles. It's, it's, it's not straight lines. The Merkaba is really 13 circles. You can see one, two, three, four, five, six, 
Then there's uh, one right here, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. And then there's one in the middle, 13. If you notice these lights, these little lights, that those lights are the center of every single circle. So now what you're doing is connecting the lines of each light to every other light. So in example, we have this light right here. There's a line drawn from this light to this light. There's a line drawn to this light, this light, to that light. And these lines just connect to each and every light. This is the center of the circle and you're drawing lines from the center in each of every circle. That's the star of David. I don't know if, if, if you're able to see that right now, but that's the star of David. I'm, I, I typed in Merkaba versus the star of David. So I'm gonna knock out Merkaba and I'm just gonna type in star of David. That's the star of David. Now I'm gonna go back. Here we go. This is the Merkaba. The Merkaba is 13 circles. Now, what did you do to those 13 circles? Because that's feminine, circular, curvy, round. I showed y'all previously that circular, uh, anything circular is feminine. Anything with straight lines is masculine. So the, the masculine aspect has been added to the 13 circles. In the beginning of this video, I talked about um, uh, 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 the orbit of Venus and I showed you how the orbit of Venus was round. But they made it uh, uh, with straight lines and now they put a damn uh, 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 evil aspect on it. So now you're thinking it's evil because they're straight lines. So now if you get rid of these straight lines, you're just going to have 13 circles. So now here, let me just uh, type in Star of David. Because with Star of David, they took the 13 circles out, all the way out, and they just have a masculine uh, uh, um, aspect to it because there's no roundness. So I'm going to type in 13 circles. Let's just see what comes up. There it is. There it is. Those are your 13 circles, family. That's your 13 circles that the Star of David is based off of. Now, if you go and look at these uh, 13 circles that the Star of David is based off of, because it's a feminine aspect, it's called a Merkaba. But that's only in um, two dimension. There it is. There's your Merkaba in three dimensions, family. Your Merkaba has three dimensions to it because we're talking about dimensions. We're going to we're about to go to the fifth dimension. And how are we going to travel through the fifth dimension in a Merkaba? Now, Merkaba, if you look up the uh, definition of Merkaba, I just put def, Merkaba def, definition. Uh, I'm going to hit all. It should understand what I'm saying. It's thinking, or did I hit all? Okay, there we go. Uh, Merkaba is a star tetrahedron, um, as, as we saw in three-dimensional form. Now, the star tetrahedron, Merkaba, oh, it, it says Merkaba star. I meant to put Merkaba definition. Uh, it should figure it out. There we go, Merkaba definition. So, Merkaba uh, is the divine light vehicle allegedly used by ascended masters to connect with and reach those in tune with the higher realms. What is a Merkaba family? I just showed you the picture. A Merkaba is a divine light vehicle. I'm telling you, when we go into uh, um, the age of the Aquarius, and we're gonna go around a different light, which is gonna be the light of planet Nibiru or the light of Sirius, 
uh, A, that star, the star in the east. What was the star in the east, family? The star in the east was uh, Sirius. The three wise men were the, were the three stars of Orion's belt. Um, so these three wise men in the Bible, they said, how did you find Jesus? They said, we followed the three stars, Orion's belt. Um, so... Uh, now that we're talking about Orion's belt, I want to get back into the Bible, church. I want to get back into the Bible just a little bit. So um, when we go and go to Genesis 1 and 14. All right, church, let's go to Genesis 1 and 14. When the church has it, somebody say amen. Oh, I'm looking down. Lord, I hope nobody saw that. Genesis 1 and 14. So now it says in Genesis 1, 14, uh, and God said, let there be light in the vault of the sky to separate day from from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times. These lights he's talking about are suns, a star. What is a what is a sun? A sun is a star. He let and he created these suns or these stars. Uh, let there be light in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as 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 signs to mark sacred times so these stars they mark things these stars they mark things um so these stars or these markings that have names what are the names of these stars that have markings the names hold on let me see if i can find what i'm i wanted oh here we go what are the names the names aquarius Pisces, Aries, Leo, Virgo. And let there be light in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark uh, mark the sacred times. What are the times? The time or the age of Pisces, the age of Aries. Now uh, I want to get into a little bit of math. How long is an age? An age is 2,160 years. So you're here for 2,160 years. You're here for 2,160 years. You're And there's 12 of these. So if you say uh, 2,160 times 12, answer right here is 25,920 equals 25,2160 years, which is an age, 12 zodiacs. So you go through this 12 times, you're going to get 25,920. Why is this important? Because 25,920 is called the procession of the equinox. Um, I had a, a really good picture that had the numbers. Oh, here we go. Nope, that's not it. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So here we go. 25,920 year procession arc. So as you can see, um, this is, and you know, also now I didn't write this. I didn't make this. It says, uh, celestial, celestial. What does celestial mean? Celestial means something heavenly. So this is, uh, on, on, on a certain type of plane. We're talking about the soul plane. All right, moving on. So now you have, we're going through these orbits. We're going through these orbits at different times, um, th- these uh, processions, uh, and we're going into different star systems, and we're traveling through Merkabahs, and it says this even in Genesis. Now, church, I want to go to, um, where do I want to go, family? I want to go to Jer- Jeremiah, no, 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 no. Uh, well, 
I did want to go to Jeremiah. I did, to be honest with you, I want to go to Jeremiah, but I'm going to skip Jeremiah for time's sake. And I'm going to go straight to Psalms 147. All right, so church, let's go to Psalms. Here we go. I'm looking for Psalms. Psalms, where are you at? All right, here we go. Oh, no, I, th- I just saw it. It was the devil. I'm going to blame the devil again. All right, so Psalms 147. 147. Or there we go. And when the church has it, say amen. So Psalms 147, verse 4. All right, so we're just going to verse 4, which is not far down the list. I should be able to find that one relatively quickly. All right, so in verse 4, he says, He determines the number of stars and calls them... uh, each by name. The stars have names, family. So uh, as we see these stars, uh, these sets of stars, the stars have names, family. The stars have names, peace. The stars have names, peace. The stars have names, family. Peace. The stars have names, family. The stars have names, family. The stars have names, family. The stars have names, names, family. The stars have 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 names, family. I am the brother from. We are the Trump Snatcher. Get snatched. Our content is conscious, edgy, and pro black. Our goal is to uplift and percent enlighten our people. Trigger warning. Some of you will disagree with the Trump Snatcher. We are not concerned with being politically correct. We are thought provoking. Some of you are gonna think that we're angry you are wrong yet you're gonna enjoy the ride join our antics in conscious thought and new reality get snatched the views expressed on this podcast are not the views of positive vibes inc it's staff sponsors or owners i love you i'm your humble brother Your humble brother. I love you. I love you. Salute. I'm your humble brother. We are the Crumb Snatcher. Speak life. The stars have names, family.